Free agency is here. The 49ers are, man, they're loading up. The defensive line is looking good. I'm calling it the red line. Out with the old and with the new. We're going to talk about it right here on the Wayne Breezy Show. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy Friday, everybody. Let's get this show rocking. Overmotivated is an understatement. Gold-blooded to the core, got your squad hating. Breezy, make it look easy. Breezy on everything like 05067 Wheezy. This is not a game. Yeah, we faithful in every way. And even though we on the East Coast, very loyal to the Bay. Heavy red and gold every day. And if you really a Niner fan, I know you can relate. Applying pressure with this content like smaller bear. We not accepting no slander by Trey, so beware. I stay in exclusively Niner hats. And I always tell the truth, this exclusively Niner facts. Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold-blooded, I got the Niners on my back, you know. Yeah. What's going on, everybody? Happy Friday. Happy St. Patrick's Day to everybody out there. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Let's get a quick shout out to the Breezy's Bunch because they in the building already. I see my man Baus is in the building. What up, Doe Niner fan? What it do? Let's make some more moves. Cha-ching! 49ers got a little bit more money to spend. My man Marty Marr, 49er Empire in the building. Says good morning, 49er Empire. Shout out to Christy Marie. Morning, Niner family. Yes, yes, yes. What's going on, fam? Ronnie's in the building. I don't know why it's so hard for me, me to remember Ronnie. It's and 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 my mentor name was Ronnie. So I got you from now on, Ronnie. Ronnie's here. Um, you all think the 49ers are doing so far? How do you think they're doing so far? I like that. Are we done yet? I don't think so. Terra Dome, what's going on? It's in the building. Shout out to Terra Dome. We got the hashtag BB's going, man. Make sure you guys do that. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? All right. Let's see how many more Breezy Bunch members we got up in here. Got to scroll down a little bit because I know y'all is in here. Shadow Vision is in the building. What's going on, fam? Niner Cali boy. What it do, Playboy? Beautiful. The beautiful Miss Debbie Ryan is in the building. Good morning, Wayne. And to all the BBs. If you don't know what the BBs are, it's not BDBs for Martin. It's BBs. Stands for the Breezies Bunch. Here's a story. Oh, but boy, it ain't Breezy. Yo, we're going to remix the Brady Bunch to the Breezies Bunch. I need a Breezies Bunch theme song made. Uh, where's my man at? Uh, we, we're going we're gonna to get we're going to get one done. I, I, I promise. Lake City, we're going to get a Breezies Bunch theme song made for the for the next season that's coming up all right what's going on everybody shout out to all the uh members and uh uh subscribers to the channel i truly appreciate you guys everybody here on youtube man the family's been great i i don't think i've said this i want to tell you guys thank you and i'm going to tell you why all right make sure you like first comment subscribe all that good stuff at the wayne breezy or you can go to youtube.com backslash at the wayne breezy if you want to become a member of the channel you want to become a member of the breezy's bunch that's a lot better right make sure you go ahead and click the join button but i wanted to give you guys a thank you my soundboard is not working i can't give you a round of applause uh right now i'm working on getting a new soundboard and things like that uh having some technical difficulties with that but i do like the way the, the mics are sounding so I'm going to rock out with that. So I'm going to take mic quality over soundboard quality right now until I can get that done and fixed up. But uh, I wanted to thank you all because I, I was sitting today uh, over breakfast and I was saying to myself, man, um, this channel is at or over 2,500 uh, subscribers 
and we started the channel was started you guys remember do you guys remember when this channel was created um i don't have the date off the top of my head but i could tell you it was the kansas city chiefs game uh that was the game that my uh original channel was hacked and uh i wasn't gonna do a new channel i was just gonna kind of like stop <laughs> but um thank you guys for your, your your support your prayers all that good stuff i just wanted to thank you guys because we are already over uh 2500 members shout out to i mean yeah 2500 subscribers excuse me i'm hoping i could get all the subscribers to become members that's the goal uh but we are at 100 uh 20 over 2500 subscribers on the new channel that started in october so if we do the math i'm, I'm thinking I'm, I'm counting brock purdy months right so uh november december january february march we're not even six months away and we're already at half of the subscribers that we had on the original channel. So round of applause to you guys out there. I'll do it like that because I don't have my soundboard. Uh, Miss Peachy, Peachy's in the building. I had her on. We were doing some troubleshooting before the show. That's what took me a little longer to get on. I needed Peachy to, to test out some stuff for me. And it, unfortunately, we couldn't get it to go. But she says, happy St. Patty's Day to Breezy and Breezy's Bunch. Be safe out there. But have fun yes please have fun at saint patrick's day if you're going to drink please drink responsibly uh you know get get your irish drink on today i mean that that's that's kind of like what it is uh listen i i have a show tonight so i will be i i have i i'm not drinking i just want you guys to know i haven't touched the drink uh and over over is it a month or two two months i haven't touched alcohol i'm i've given up sugar and alcohol is all sugar so uh i haven't touched it um i'm gonna give myself probably like another two months uh without alcohol consumption and then maybe like ease my way back in with my high noons y'all 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 be y'all be cutting on me with my high noons and stuff like that so that's what i'm gonna do but thank you peachy for this uh and before i, I read the next uh contribution that i see um I got to my son is probably knocked out on the West Coast, but my oldest son, my eldest son, Taylin, uh, today is his birthday. And if you were out there with me in the Seattle game, you got a chance to meet him if you're watching the show. And he was a big help to myself and John and the 49ers Rush podcast that weekend. He turned 22 today and it just reminded me that I'm getting younger by the day. Uh, I love my boy. He's out there. He done moved out to the West Coast. Uh, the Northwest too. On top of that, so he turned 22, uh, and uh, damn, I'm about to about to shed a tear, man. My boy is 22, 22, 22 twos, man. He's getting older, so uh, I'll, maybe I'll call him on the show if I could get him up here. You know, maybe maybe I'll get him out here. He hasn't hit me back, so that means he's still knocked out. Miss <laughs> Debbie, thank you for the contribution. Uh, she says, shout out to the 49ers for picking up Javon Hargrave. We're gonna talk about that, Miss Debbie. Uh, Sam Darnold and Cleveland Farrell and Miss Debbie, you left one out. I you left out Isaiah Oliver, and he might be the key to all of those pieces. I'll talk a little bit about that. I really want to focus on the defensive line today and Chris Kosirik. Uh, and I'm gonna have you guys come on the show. How about that? I'm gonna open up the lines for you guys to come on the show. I think that would be really cool. But we're gonna talk about these free agent signings. Looks good to me, she says. I, I you know. It was really good to hear from those guys yesterday. If you guys didn't get a chance, the video is Javon. Thank you, NBN Pineapple. It is Javon. Uh, you know, I'm glad. I'm glad John Lynch got it right. I'm. I'm sure he said Javon, but it's Javon. You know what I mean? Uh, thank you. Uh, I appreciate the 
the enunciation, uh, the pronunciation correction. Uh, you know, sorry, Javon. Kind of see if we can try to get Javon on the show before season gets started. Uh, but listen, um, what a, what a good what a good time uh, to be a 49er fan. Now I know it's hard. It's so hard to say. How do I say goodbye? We lost a lot of players, right? A lot of players that we didn't want to pretty much lose and free agency. We lost, you know, just off the top of my head, Jimmy Ward is gone. I'm going to try to mention the ones that signed to another team. I don't have any notes today. I'm straight free balling today. All right. Freestyling, whatever it is you want to call it. Okay. Thank you for the happy birthday. Shout outs to, to my son. I'm sure he'll watch the show. I'll make him watch the show uh, and he'll see the happy birthday shout outs. All right. Um, Oh, wait a minute. Miss Debbie says, can I get a happy birthday shout out to my mom? Is today her birthday? Does your mom, my son and your mom, no wonder we're so, Miss Debbie and I are so connected that we don't even know it. And we find out about our connection every single day. You know what? Happy birthday to Miss Debbie's mom. She's turning 86 today. You know what I'm saying? So you know what? Let's do it. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to my son, Taylor and mom, Queen Emma. Happy birthday to you. That's for the queen. You. When I go to my falsetto, I immediately want to say, she's your queen to be. If y'all haven't seen Coming to America, please go and find the movie. I don't even, you can't rent it from anywhere because there's no more Blockbuster or Tommy K videos or wherever else you guys, you know what I'm saying? Just, just go rent it. Wait a minute. Are you serious? I didn't know this. Hold up. Old school. 40, this is why I love y'all. Old school 49er faithful. <laughs> Did he just say this? Is this guy's birthday too? Oh, his mom's birthday. Happy birthday to your mom too, this guy. Uh, Hennessy don't have any sugar. A little yak is good. I I never knew that. I I, I never I never knew Hennessy didn't have sugar. You can't tell me that. Well, sir, first of all, man, I'm not allowed to drink Hennessy because what had happened was a uh, very good friend of mine uh he was like hey man i want you to try this and it was like hennessy and pineapple and after seven of them joints i realized that hennessy wasn't for me and yes it was seven because i don't think i tasted the hennessy with the pineapple juice so when you mix the henny with the pineapple it's all sugar so uh i won't i won't do henny anymore it's not the it's not that but uh happy birthday to everybody out there if i didn't get a chance to say happy birthday it's, it's a really good time but like i said look the 49ers lost a lot of key players you know jimmy ward uh, and let's talk about these four. Let's talk about the four free agent signings. All right. And you know what? Let me put up a banner. All right. So the four free agent signings, which are, you know, in my opinion, super important. Uh, the 49ers new players. All right. I think that's super important because they signed Javon Hargrave. All right. I got to make sure I, I say it right. Okay. Then they signed Sam Donald. Okay, I got. I want to make sure I pronounce their names right. Okay, then it was Cleveland, which sounds like Cleveland, Cleveland, Cleveland Pharaoh, but it's Cleveland. All right, so make sure y'all get his pronunciation right. All right, and then last but not least, 
it was one of the later free agent signings uh, for the 49ers. Isaiah Oliver. All right. And let me put in parentheses what positions they play. So that way people don't get confused. I said confused. <laughs> you guys to get confused. Um, and I'm going to explain to you kind of like why I like these signings. And I'm going to kind of compare it to the ones that we lost or who are they replacing? I think that's, that's a better way to say it. You know what I'm saying? Um, if you guys don't mind. Then I'm going to open up the phone line and then we're going to have, we're going to talk about the defense, you know, because that's, if anybody went shopping and free agency, it was Chris Kosarek. I don't even, it's not, I won't even say it was Steve Wilkes. It was, it was Chris Kosarek. They gave Chris Kosarek the keys to the range and they were like, listen, man, you got the, you got the black car dog. Uh, uh, go ahead and go shopping. That's a, a, an American Express card for those that don't know what the black card is. It's not me taking your black card or anything like that because you don't, you've never seen coming to America or you, you know, it's not that. It's, it's just, it's the, you know. All right. So here we go. The 49ers new players, Javon, Har- Javon Hargrave, defensive tackle, Sam Darnold, quarterback, uh, Cleveland Farrell, uh, defensive end, and Isaiah Oliver, uh, cornerbacks, uh, in particular, nickel. All right. That's where he's going to play. So I'll go backwards. Let's start with Isaiah Oliver. All right. So here's the thing, like Isaiah Oliver. And if I like I, I've had I had his stats up here. Hold on a second. Let me get these up here because I wrote about him and I'm like, oh, my gosh, this kid uh, is is pretty damn good in the slot. I mean, I think he was like at a, a 68 point, you know, uh, percent. Uh, as far as them receiving on him, which is 10% less than what Jimmy Ward was doing. Jimmy Ward started off when he came, you know, at a hundred percent, but then he, and he averaged off and finished off the season at like uh, a little bit under 80% um, as far as completion rate. And, you know, when you in the slot, it's not, it's not the easiest position to play because guys are running slants and stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's, 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 it's not the easiest position uh, they the receiver knows where they're going and you don't know where they're going. I mean, sometimes you gamble and and, and sometimes you don't. Um, but when I'm looking up his premium stats off of PFF, I'm like, OK, this kid, this kid is nice. This kid can bring some stuff to the 49ers. Now, he's not going to give you the interceptions. I mean, he had two interceptions less than Jimmy Ward in the slot last year. OK. All right. Two less uh, than Jimmy Ward. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Jacqueline is in the building. She's happy St. Patrick's Day, everyone. Uh, Mike Ng is in the building as well. What's going on, baby? What's going on? See, I got the red. I got the red joint on today, Ty. You know, I was feeling red today, even though it's green. Ty, I need a green. We got to put this in green. We got to put it in green. It's Celtic season. <laughs> Big Papa said, quit being <laughs> Boy, man, that, that's, that's some funny stuff right there. Um, so Isaiah Oliver, okay? Uh, Interesting things about him, uh, as far as the, the, he's not as a great, he's not great as a great tackler as Jimmy Ward. I think Jimmy Ward is a better tackler, but you're going to get versatility from the kid because he can also play uh safety as well. So you're going to get some safety play from him, all right. And I think that's a good thing, you know, getting some safety play, uh, if if need be, okay. So you'll get some safety play from him. But here uh, you you get a couple of pressures. I mean, not too much. I mean, he's not like a blitzing type of you won't see those shark blitzes from him. But that may change because Steve Wilkes is a little bit different out there. You know what I mean? That that may change a lot. Check this out. Ask me how many touchdowns he gave up last year, though. 
Somebody asked me. Somebody in the chat say, Breezy, how many touchdowns did he give up? Y'all some slow people. He gave up zero touchdowns. Isaiah Oliver gave up zero touchdowns. And here's even what's here's what's even more interesting. All right. His one interception was on Jimmy Garoppolo. You guys know we Mose, myself, Fair, Peachy. We were at the game. John, we were at the game. A lot of you were there with us. Yep. Mm-hmm. Intercepted Jimmy Garoppolo, no doubt. Here's the thing. His long was 39, uh, a 39-yard uh, play, and most of that was yak. All right. So a lot of his, a lot of his, you know, was yak. It was a 30, you know, whatever. Uh, and so that was his, uh, you know, that was that was the longest that he gave up all year. So he's not getting beat deep is what I'm trying to say. All right, just wanted to put that out there. Uh, and he had five PBUs. So you're going to get a, a more active guy. You know what I mean? And like I said, like it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, you're also getting a kid that naturally plays nickel. Okay? Naturally plays nickel. That's what you're getting. Okay? A kid that naturally plays nickel. Thomas, what's going on? This is my first Breezy show in a week and a half. Been in training for my new job. Uh, same company. Well, congratulations on, on the new job. New job, same company. I'm dying to know where you work. But congratulations on the new job. I hope you got a promotion. And how about you celebrate by joining the channel today, man? Become a member of the Breezy's Bunch. That'll be really cool, man. Um, Zero. I, this is the most interesting... I, I was going through um, trying to find like the most interesting stat from each of the players. And this is one. Oh, he has zero at something else. You ready? And I know, I know, I know when he becomes a 49er, this is going to change. I'm sorry. Uh, this is going to change. I know. I know it is. Uh, he has zero penalties last year, y'all. Now, I, I I wanted to go through his career and see how many. Now, he has two career interceptions, 28 career PBUs, and 14 career penalties. Like, he got penalized heavy in 2019. So, 2018 was his rookie season, okay? 2018 was his rookie season, five penalties. Oh, my! I mean, not five penalties. I'm sorry. One penalty. And then his sophomore year, nine, all right? And then four he had back-to-back zero penalty seasons in 2021 and 2022. We need y'all to wake the F up and pay attention, okay? If you want to be somebody, if you want to go somewhere, you better wake up and pay attention, all right? That's another zero on his stat sheet, okay? Another zero on the stat sheet. My man Clasard says, why did it take Oliver a good minute to get signed? It's a great question. Hey, listen, let me explain something to you guys. Uh, and I say guys in general, you know, that is including everybody. I don't know why to use the word guys when we talk about everybody. I don't want people to feel offended. Well, guys and gals and everybody else out there. I mean, let me, let me, let me explain something to everyone. How about that? I got to be better. Uh, I, I really, I really believe that the Niners were trying to get in on the, on the Darius Slay, uh, uh, experience. I, I, I really think that's what they were waiting on. And, and then they got good word that the Eagles were bullcripping. And then after the Eagles started bullcripping, that's when they kind of like made they move. And then once they made they move, the Eagles made they move. And as you see how you do, you see what happens. Like that's kind of like what happened, man. 
I, and and uh, media just says, just say everybody. You're right, everybody. Uh, and that's kind of like what happened. I really think they were in on the Darius Slay. If they were, if they were trying, remember they were trying to get a, a big free agent in here. News dropped that like the Eagles were going to release Darius Slay. They couldn't come out to some type of agreement. It's funny how all this happens, and now he got a two year extension. It's it's some it's the weirdest thing ever. Anyway. And I and I think I think in that logic, I think if, from that logic, it would have meant that Darius Slay would have been one Mooney Ward two, and and then Diamondur Lenore and Samuel Womack would have battled it out for. And I I I, I wouldn't have even been a battle. I would have just automatically started Diamondur Lenore in the slot. How about that? It wouldn't have even been a battle. Happy birthday to 49ers all day. Listen, I need you to go back rewatch the beginning of the show. I sung happy birthday to you and then come back to this spot. So, man, make sure you make your timestamp. All right. Please, please define bull cripping. So Breezy's working on his language. And during the day, especially early, early during the day, this is the time where I have to make sure that my language is under the wraps. So I'm trying not to say too many of those words. So I said bull cripping instead of bull. You know what I'm saying? So I, I have a way of censoring myself at times. I have a way of censoring myself at times. Melissa, what's going on? I see you out there. Uh, happy St. Patrick's Day. Uh, I really feel, I mean, my middle name is 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 Patrick, and I, I feel I'm somewhat part Irish uh, or whatnot. Uh, yeah. Uh, Super Chat contribution from Jacqueline Knox. She says, thank you, or Ty. Oh, Ty, could you make a pullover and a shirt in pink? All right, Ty, so we need pink. Well, Ty already knows about the pink. He, he's got that memo uh but i i forgot to uh i need green and i need uh mets blue and orange if, and if anybody else wants a specific color please hit me up you can email me email address the wayne uh breezy at gmail.com it's simple everything is the wayne breezy now i don't know if you guys noticed that but we're, we're working on rebranding over here all right um now uh, that's that's Oliver. Let's go back up. Let's go backwards to the list because Oliver was Cleveland Farrell before Oliver. So you got you get Cleveland Farrell. All right. So Isaiah Oliver replaces Jimmy Ward. Cleveland Farrell is going to replace Charles Amenahue. And why is that, why am I saying he's going to replace Charles Amenahue? Because they're they're kind of like they play the same type of role out on the edge. They're a bigger guy, but they can also tween and line up on the inside and try to give you some type of speed from the inside. All right. So that's something good. Uh, they're going to get Cleveland Farrell. Now, he didn't have high production sacks last year, only three sacks uh, last year. But the most interesting stat from Cleveland Farrell, though, believe it or not, guys, was his ability to be able to stop plays in the backfield. OK. And, and, and I think that to me is what stands out the most like this kid, like. He might not be getting sex, but out there on the edge, I mean, he's he's stopping, stopping. He had 11 stops last year. Let me let me make sure I'm saying the right stuff because I y'all make sure when I say the wrong stuff, you got to let me know. All right. So he finished last year with 23 total pressures. All right. Didn't really see that many snaps. I mean, 492 snaps from a defensive end. Nah, that that they you could tell that they were, you know, slowly but surely moving on from the former first round selection. All right. And then he ended up finishing, you know, with 23 pressures. So he had three sacks last year, but I'm telling you, uh, 11 stops in the backfield. That means tackles for loss. So when you hear me say the word stop, it's, it's either at the line of scrimmage or a tackle for a loss. All right. So like, that's really good. 
So you're going to get a guy that comes in here and that's going to try to be disruptive in the backfield. So this is good in your run game. He's not a speed guy out there on the edge. But like I said, he's going to kind of replace that Charles Amenahue. So he had three sacks with uh, uh, the the Las Vegas Raiders. I'm expecting I, I, I'm going to go up and say he's going to get six sacks with the San Francisco 49ers. How about that? He'll double his total being here under Chris Kosirik, who we're going to be talking about in a little bit. All right. All right. Sam Darnold. All right. Is the quarterback that was signed. And Sam Darnold, I mean, you already know, I'm not going to break down these salaries and all that type of stuff. I mean, at this point, it don't even matter. But Sam Darnold will be playing for incentives, though. So if you think about it, it his contract really does matter. Uh, he's going to go, you know, if he gets the opportunity, he's going to be able to go out there and, and gain and earn <clears throat> up to $11 million. So that that's that's the Sam Darnold, Darnold contract. But the thing that I like about Sam Darnold is I always liked his grit. You know, I always liked his grit and I feel like the 49ers are getting a gritty quarterback. Uh, and it's sometimes you're just going to need a gritty quarterback to come and like get you through those tough times. You know, if something happens, uh, can this kid come out here and, and get you through those tougher times? And that's the one thing I like about Sam Darnold. I mean, other than the fact that he saw Ghost, uh, he remains in the game, right? He, he's pretty damn durable. I mean, he had a little injury history last year, but he's pretty he's pretty darn durable. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And uh, the coolest thing about uh, Darnold is he's a big play guy, too. You know, he has the 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 the, the skill set to get the ball down the field. I mean, deep ball down the field and things like that. And <clears throat> um, he can run a little bit. I mean, a 47 yard touchdown run uh, running on the goal line. Uh, uh, listen. In the shotgun, it's like a quarterback draw. He just and then runs right up the middle. You know what I'm saying? So he he got some playmaking ability in him. He's not a fast guy, but he's got some playmaking. Another former first round pick, actually third overall pick, was in 2018. So the 49ers they load up with first round picks. I don't know if you guys are noticing this trend. They might not draft him, but when it comes down to free agency, they take somebody else's trash and turn it into a treasure. And, you know, talking with Mike and, and Tony on Nothing But Niners on Tuesday, Mike had a good, 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 good view, uh, you know, good take on the whole Sam Darnold situation and why probably Sam Darnold chose here. Now, you heard Sam Darnold say, like, he's happy to be a 49er and he's excited to get to work. But I think Sam Darnold sees things in front of him like, oh, snap. All right, Trey is good. I got to come out here and I got to outwork Trey Lance. I, like, that's the kid that's going to be starting. All right, let me get on my A game. So there's here's the competition. And that's another thing you're going to get from Sam Darnold. You're going to get the competitive spirit, the competitive bug, the competitive gene. You're going to get a competitive uh, uh, person out there on the football field. So Sam Darnold is going to bring that. It's going to be a nice little competitive uh, quarterback camp. Because uh, I'm really expecting it. You know, you needed somebody to come in here, like everybody was saying, to challenge, you know, Trey Lance and things like that. And, you know, Brock Purdy is going to pretty much be unavailable at the beginning of camp. And he won't be practicing like the other quarterbacks. He won't be running your 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 two, your uh, number two team or things like that. Right. And so you need you need a quarterback. And so they go out and they get Sam Darnold. And I think the fact that he's 25 is it speaks volumes. Right. He's still moldable. And when you think about Brian Greasy, we haven't seen Brian Greasy work with 
really work with Trey Lance, right? We didn't get the opportunity to see it. Now we're going to get the opportunity to see it. And I see my man, Kali says, listen, he throws way too many interceptions. He sure does. Like that's the only issue, but you know what? Jimmy Garoppolo threw a lot of interceptions one year and, and it kind of like worked out to where last year, you know, last time he played a substantial amount of time, his interceptions to touchdown ratio was a lot lower. I will say this for Sam Darnold. It was seven to three last year, seven touchdowns, three interceptions. Uh, that's the amount, you know, that's that's what he did. I think he played in six games. Um, but again, he's going to get the opportunity to learn and to work under Brian Greasy. Brian Greasy is the key. And I think the reason why they went after Sam Darnold is because Brian Greasy, you know, chose to come back. Uh, and, and we don't talk enough about that. You know, he he chose to come back. I, I uh, great one. Seven, six, five says Darnold can't compete with Trey. I disagree. I disagree, man. I, I I think I think he can compete with Trey. Do I think Trey can do some things that Darnold can't do? Yes. Are there some things that Darnold can do that Trey can't do? Yeah. I think they both probably struggle with the same thing: short toss game. So we're gonna see. You know, let these guys go out there and compete and see what happens, man. I'm over it by now, man. Sam Donald's here. Just listening to him, he sounds very confident. Like, he's just ready. He's locked and he's loaded. He's ready to go. I don't have my sound effects, so I got to make them up. Javon Hargrave. Say it with me. Hargrave. Not Harbaugh. Hargrave. When the 49ers released that, they, uh, that you know, they were going to sign. Well, they didn't release it. But when it was released that he was going to sign with the 49ers during the tampering period, I immediately was in the parking lot. You heard Peachy tell the story on uh, Nitty Gritty Niners. I was in the parking lot, and I just let out the biggest scream because I feel the 49ers just got that much better. I understand that they lost a couple of key pieces, Jimmy Ward. And then they lost a lot of rotational pieces. They did. Charles Menahue, Samson Ebukam. They lost a lot of rotational pieces. A lot of those guys may not be back. Like Jordan Willis. They lost a lot of pieces. I get it. Expect uh, expect a, a, a Jordan Willis signing or a Kerry Hyder Jr. signing. Either before the draft, right before the draft, they may bring in one more defensive end, um, but they're definitely drafting the guy. So that's that's a whole nother that's a whole nother show. But expect some of these things to go down. But the 49ers lost a lot of death. But I'm gonna tell you what, this is where they gained uh they're they're filling in the middle of their of their pocket. They, they that defensive line to me was just uh I think the defensive line was worse than the offensive line. I think and 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 it it came down to a problem even with the number one defense, you know, Nick Bosa was putting up a crazy high volume of 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 plays and pressures. But and imagine he would he finished with 18 sacks, Nick Bosa. But the thing was, he probably would have had 10 more sacks had he had the right defensive line built for him. And so when you look at our our defensive line now, you start with the interiors. You got Har, you got Hargrave. You got Eric Armstead. And remember, last year Eric Armstead got he was injured the first half of the season. Expect him to be healthy. That's another thing we got to expect. Eighteen and a half sacks. Thank you, Melissa. 
expect expect Eric Armstead to be healthy and ready to go. You know, the foot he had the foot injury, then it was something else after the foot injury. So he was a little he was unhealthy, uh, and it took him a minute to get back into some type of a football football shape. But the reason why I said that I think that the the defensive line was a little worse than the offensive line is because when it came down to like those trenches trenches, uh, like they just couldn't get stops. And then it forced your linebackers to overplay. And then your linebackers are being out of out of alignment, out of position. And then, I mean, if the defensive front isn't good, then your secondary is going to get exposed as well. So it's like they got better up front, which means that their secondary is going to get better just by nature. Right. Better pass rush up front. Less time to cover back there. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? That's the nature. So it's going to be super dope to have Hargrave, Armstead, you know, Nick Bosa. And I'm going, I'm, I, 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 look, it, it's going to come down. It's going to come down to Cleveland Farrell and Jake and Drake Jackson starting. Cleveland Farrell doesn't have to be a rotational player if they feel like he's going to be that guy. And you continue to use Drake Jackson in your NASCAR packages. I wouldn't use Cleveland Farrell in the NASCAR package. I don't want to move Eric Armstead to the outside. If you want to keep it right, he might end up being your starter, okay? Now, Cleveland, to me, Cleveland Farrell has that potential to give you that production that Arden Key gave us a couple of years ago. You guys remember Arden Key? That's the one thing I think that Cleveland Farrell is going to be able to give us. You know what I'm saying? Let's talk about this defensive line. Let's talk about, you know, are we better? Are we worse? Uh, and, 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 and that's going to be the question, all right? Now, off the top of my head, um, I feel like the defensive line got better, uh, even though they they have less people. Um, but the quality I feel of the players are better. Okay, so is the defensive line better or worse? And that's going to be the question. You guys can come on the show. All right, is the defensive line better or worse? Matter of fact, let me just go ahead and scroll that so that way I don't have to keep looking at it. All right, I'm going to put the link inside of the chat, okay? And if you guys want to join the show, man, and rock out with your boy Breezy for about 30 minutes, let's go ahead and do so, man. Let's have some fun. Is the defensive line better or worse? All right, now, again, lost key players, man. All right, we lost some key players. Uh, Maurice Hurst is gone. He didn't play last year for the 49ers. He ended up ended the season uh, with uh, ACL injury. Her, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, kid from Philly. He's now in Houston, I believe. Um, he's gone. And you got another defensive tackle gone. I don't know why my mind's drawing a blank there, but it is. Hassan Ridgeway. I'm sorry. So you got Hassan Ridgeway gone. So they lost a lot of depth. So the depth is gone, but let me just remind you who we have again. And I'll, I'll go with the starting defensive line. Uh, in my opinion, uh, you know, it, you know, and I want Drake Jackson to start and, and, and I'm hoping that he will, I'm hoping that he got a little bit bigger and, and things like that. You know what I'm saying? And, and we're going to, you know, we're going to surely slowly, but surely find out uh, about Drake Jackson. Okay. Like if, if his frame is better, if he's at better health with himself, Drake Jackson could be out there on every down. He's young. He should be able to play every down. But they brought in Cleveland Farrell. The question is, how are you going to use Farrell though? Farrell, you know what I'm saying? Do you start him uh in the base packages? All right. You know, we lost uh, you know, we lost people on the linebacking level, but let's focus on the defensive line on this uh um this particular episode now, let me go ahead and just fix this question before i bring in uh our first guest because i don't want to say the defense i mean say defensive line 
defensive line better or worse? Because, look, I feel like Chris Kosarek, uh, he got some talent. I like the T.Y. McGill re-signing or signing or, or, or whatnot. I like the re-signing of a T.Y. McGill. Uh, and, and here's how I have the, the defensive, the interiors, the six of them, right? Here's how I have them tiered. There are four edge rushers, six interiors. I think we, we, we bring in three more between defensive tackles and edge rushers. So two more edge rushers and, and one more interior guy. And I think they draft an interior guy. It's going to be very interesting to see how they do this. I think we end up with, we're going to end up with 11. That's, that's the number we got to get down to 11 defensive linemen. Like that's your edges and your tackles. That's the number I think that the 49ers are going to have on this season. Uh, far as your edges you got nick bosa you got alex barrett i said his name now so i wouldn't forget it you got alex barrett you got drake jackson now you got cleveland farrell those are your four edge rushers uh on contract as of right now and then your interior you know you got hargrave you got armstead you got ken law you got uh kevin givens and then you got kalia davis and then you got ty mcgill all right so that those are your 10 guys so do you guys feel that this defensive line is is better or worse let's start with terror dome he's 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 ready to go what's going on brother bishop brother bishop bishop hey. brother. <laughs> what's going on what's going on now me ray my man my man wayne yes, breezy nothing much man uh things are great man it's good to have you on I haven't haven't seen you or heard from you in a minute so it's really good to have you on here uh chris kosirik got some new toys you know yes, what i'm saying uh, and uh, I want to know, I want to get your thoughts on that. And I want you to tell us if you feel like the defensive line has gotten better or did it get worse? I definitely love Jay Von Hargrave for okay. a couple of reasons. Uh, th- this goes back to the old George Allen, uh, Washington Redskins, Dallas Cowboy days. This goes back uh, to the the Tom Landry, this goes back to the Bill Walsh uh, uh, days of weakening your your rivalry mm-hmm. and strengthening yourself. When you, when you come up against the Philadelphia Eagles and you can take away from them and give yourselves an advantage, oh boy, it's, it's like a, it, it's like a, a, a 10 point swing. You've you've taken away from them and you've made yourself better. That was their, I, I know their number one guy was Hassan Reddick, but boy, a lot was on Javon Hargrave, man. He he was the the straw in their defensive line. He was the one making it happen a great deal. He was who they had to account for and who Hassan Reddick, if you if you delve inside the numbers. He was the one demanding that double team who Hassan could get get loose and get active. Hassan was the number two uh, guy in the NFL on sacks. We had number one. We were blessed to have uh, 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 Nick, the great Nick Bosa, Nicholas John Bosa, as uh, uh, Richard Sherman would say. But they had who was right on the heels of Nicholas John Bosa, Hassan Reddick. And it was because of. Uh, Javon, it was because of him. And now we got that. Now Philly is weaker and now he's with us. And you could hear in his presser, he didn't think that the 49ers would come after him. He, he was humbled that the 49ers, he said, 
that was an NFC championship team. They coming after me for me. He he told his agent he was he said yeah it was some other teams coming they and they were coming with some money and there he said the San Francisco 49 is coming after me oh oh yeah yeah we need to yeah we need to uh, look at that we need to uh, we need to do this we need to do that man when you got somebody ready to come for you and ready to get down there for you he came from an HBCU and man hey I'm very excited about one Mister Hargrave we we get ready to do some things man. Uh, I'm uh, Chris uh Kosarek is over there like nasty Nate by the tree. Y'all yes, all mean like mm, yes, sir. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. We get ready to do something. Cleveland Farrell is from the great state of Virginia, Richmond, Virginia, Benedict mm-hmm. team. We get ready to do some things. He was at Clemson University, been following the young man. My my son just uh my son Isaiah just hit me up. He said, Y'all got a real one, Dad. He was in <laughs> high school when I was in high school, Cleveland Farrell. Yeah, we uh yeah, yeah, we got Cleveland Farrell. Uh I know his numbers were a bit down in in Raiderhood, but you know they, it, they weren't using the right. Yeah, That's it, how I look at it. It, it. It's the Raiders, y'all. It, it's gonna be all right. Cleveland gonna be all right for us. Um you got to get rid of uh, some underachievers. Uh, y'all saw in the NFC Championship game, there are some guys who just didn't. Mm, they know who they are. We're upgrading. We're leaving some old things. Uh, uh, the Bible says you can't put new wine into old wineskins. Okay. Some people have been here. They've been given some chances. They've been asked to do some things, injuries or whatever. We ain't going to say no names, but it hasn't quite panned out. First round picks. Uh, You were brought here to replace some people who left, who were all pros, who were putting magnificent stats up, and they got traded away to Baltimore, and you were chosen to be their replacement. Hadn't had quite panned out. Not going to say any names, but hey, you're going to have to move on. Uh, thank you for your service. Thank you for your time. Thank you for the sunflower seeds and all the, you know, knocking podcasters hats off in the locker room and talking all of this stuff. It's been real. You can move on. Um, the Oliver uh, situation, and, and not to get off uh, point by the uh, defensive line, but the Oliver uh, situation, I think he could do wonders, man. Steve Wilkes is Man, Steve Wilkes is a uh, uh, man. He's really good. I'm down here in Carolina. He was real good with these defensive backs. Communication is really good in in making something. Uh, when when you're explaining uh, palm coverage and handing things off to guys uh, back in that secondary, the secondary is primary. When you're giving assignments to guys, you 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 not only have to have an athlete and a guy who can run. Uh, 4-3, you've got to make it palatable and understanding to a guy when you teach it that he can get it so he won't blow it in in times of of of, of tumult, in times of, of really needing it, and, and, and they get it, it can hand it off to the safety. And the number one way you see coverage blown in big situations is the guys just didn't communicate well, man. And Hufanga thought that Diodor had him. Diodor 
thought that Hufunga had them. That's the number one way you see it in the in the NFL. And it all gets down to you just didn't simplify it in the moment. Or you thought that when he went in short motion, he had him. And I thought he had him. And then it's where did he go and where did he go? Steve Wilkes does a really fine job of making people understand, okay, we're going to just cut these rules out. I'm going to make it real simple so y'all understand He's got them on short motion. You got number two. You got number one. And we're going to make it a hard, fast rule. That's how you have to have it. You have to have a teacher as well as a coach and a mentor. And Steve does this really, really well. He's going to do he's going to do well. Our secondary is going to be up. Um, But as as far as getting better on our defensive line, we are getting better and it ain't over. It ain't over. You're going to see a couple more things happen. Hey, man, Teradome, I appreciate that breakdown. That was beautiful, brother. Listen, thanks for jumping on the show. Breaking news, Jimmy Garoppolo's deal is officially complete. Celebrate good times. I'm happy for Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, and, and I'm glad he's going to get to be out in Vegas. Uh, I hope he don't spend all his money in one place. Uh, <laughs> or, or one. If I know Jimmy G. Many things. Oh, yeah. he's going to spread it around. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> per Mike Garofalo. What's up uh, there? Deal what up, is what officially up? complete. Teradome, thanks for jumping on. I got to get these other breezy bunches up here, man. I appreciate My you. My guy. Man. God bless y'all. All right. Peace. My Pre- man. What's, the, what's going on, bro? I, I, I had to crash the party real quick, man. Oh, it's all Gucci. Hey, uh, <laughs> first of all, I need uh, who did them hats because I need to get the Wayne Breezy hats done. So send me that got you. as soon as you finish. Yep. I haven't talked to you in almost a goddamn month. And so in three I, weeks, I, man, you know, it's almost a month. Yeah. Excuse me. Uh, and before I bring these, you know, the other people on, I want to I, I want to get your thoughts on free agency so far. So far, so good. I feel like. um. Uh, originally I was a little, um, I won't say worried, but thinking that we just weren't going to make a big splash. You know what I mean? I felt like there was a point where we were just going to kind of ride the wave and get a lot of those, um, uh, uh, you know, discount pieces that we tip two, tier two. Yeah. 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 Those guys. Yeah. But man, when, when, when you go in and get a Javon, for Javon, yeah, you, you feel I, I you feel it. a little better. You feel I, a little I, better, and that's like right it. away. You know, it, it, we don't usually see the Niners making those type of moves early on in free agency. It's usually day two. Yeah, day two, day, day two three is when we yeah. we make our money, right? Um, <laughs> but but man, it got it got it got it got really real. Wait, hold, hold yeah. on, hold on, hold on. It's gonna take us a minute, Javon. To say- my bad. Javon, Javon, because we have a Javon, and it's spelled the same exact way. It is. Damn it, it, Javon! Why, why why didn't mommy and daddy put a Y in it? You know what I'm saying? I, I I don't get it. Or E. Or yeah. Either way, you know. I mean, I'm just saying. But we're gonna get it right. I promise. Like show 15, it'll be Javon. After you get your first sack, I promise you, it'll be Javon. Now, yeah. uh, fair is good to see you. It's good to hear from you. We're going to bring some guests on and, and we're going to get their thoughts. All right, let's do I'm it. In. We got my man 49er Media all the way from the West Coast. What's going on, family? 
Are you on mute? You are on mute. Did I mute you or did you? Nah, that was my fault. There we go. You're so good. <laughs> yes. All right. So let's let's. I haven't talked to you in a minute as well, man. First of all, how how is school going? Is that going? Uh, right? School's been pretty busy. Um, lots of like projects. Uh, lot of group work. Um, you know, school's been kind of down here in Arizona. You know, it feels a little weird because yesterday the unexpected happened in March Madness where. <laughs> well, this is not, not the number two seed. I'm in Arizona Rose. I don't know, man. It's just I don't think we even deserved to win that game, even if we came out and somehow still won that game because right. we just didn't show up. Like what, we just didn't have the energy. We didn't show up. I, my my bracket screwed up. If you guys are doing the bracket, I mean Princeton won. You can't let an Ivy League school win a game and a tournament. Princeton always wins. <sighs> Princeton They're just won. smarter. With the, okay, I'm sorry. We want the Ivy League players on. Uh, and Furman, the, what the, where the hell is that? Yeah, I, that I don't know. Furman I is can't the brand of my power conditioner in the studio, bro. Like literally, <laughs> I plug on my shit. That's what Furman is. I asked what Furman was in the in the uh, on the Discord, and your picture, your response fair has me cracking up. <laughs> Uh, 49er media, man. Look, look, look what's going on. Let's let talk about free agency. And I want to know from you, man, has the defensive line gotten worse now? They lost more than what they brought in. And, and do you feel like overall they're better or do you feel like overall they've gotten worse? Um, so, I mean, I like what we've done in free agency so far. I mean, Javon Hargrave, like I know so many faithful was like, Oh, we need to get Javon Hargrave or we need to get Deron Payne. And I was like, there's no way. We are getting either one of them. And I was totally wrong. Um, and, okay. you know, okay. that's, okay. yeah, that's okay. Um, but, you know, because I thought the Niners might be just a little bit laid back. You know, I thought they'd be able to bring in some of their, you know, own guys and maybe make, you know, one or two mini signings that aren't, you know, their own guys. But they did the total opposite. And, you know, that's okay. Um, because Javon Hargrave, um, is a stud, you know. I, I think that the running game defensively, yeah, still was great, but I think that's gonna improve yes a lot too. Yes. I mean the, the dude is just huge, like he he, he he's huge and fast. Right. I, I believe his 10 yard split was like a one six nine. Over 300 pounds running one six nine and 10 yards. I don't even know if I could run. I'm not even 300 pounds. I don't know if I could run a 169. It's probably like a 178. You know what I mean? Like, that's crazy. I'm going to go practice as soon as we finish this show. Uh, if you don't see me for a week, it's because I'll be re, re, I'll be on my X-Men shit. I'll be rejuvenating. But but listen, <laughs> uh it this is this was a great signing. Um, and I think I, I I'm a, I'm gonna agree with you. Like you you automatically get better on your run defense, but I think right. what's most important, uh, family is that you get better in your pass rushing defense. And the 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 quickest way to a quarterback is is a straight line. And I remember like as great as you know we've seen great quarterbacks play, right? And you want to move quarterbacks kind of like out the pocket. There's only one quarterback you don't want to move out the pocket. His name is Patrick Mahomes, yes. right? The only one. Everybody else, you can live with it. Patrick Mahomes, for some reason, finds a way. But if you could get to these guys and from a straight line, because he's quick, he has the feet, he has the moves, he has the power, uh, this is going to be really good for the defense. Uh, 
over or under 10 sacks, 49 and media for, for Hargrave? Ooh, um, I'm going to go under, but just like a hair under. Like, so nine and a half. Yeah. Damn. Okay. 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 I'm going to ask that to everybody. I should have asked that to Terra Dome too. I wasn't thinking, but I'm going to ask that to everybody. Uh, overall, what's your, what's your grade for, for the, uh, so far, you know, for a free agency, what would you grade the 49ers? Ooh, that, that's a tough one. Cause I feel like they've lost so many pieces. They lost like two guys, mainly that I just didn't expect for them to lose, which was Emmanuel Mosley and, um, Daniel Brunskill. Ooh, um, you wanted you wanted the bun skill back. <laughs> yeah, because I I really thought he should have a like be able to compete at that right tackle spot. Because I yeah. do not want Colton McKivitt really starting at right Man, tackle. Y'all said the same shit. Sorry, I gotta stop cursing. Y'all said the same stuff about Jake Brendo, and he finished the season as a Pro Bowl alternate. He did. Drop the mic. Boom! Oh, and it didn't extort too, man. Oh man, it sounds good. No, but seriously, that's what we everybody was saying. I don't want Jake Brenda. I don't want a Jake. And I'm like, yo, y'all gotta chillax and just keep gonna have some games where he's terrible, but he's gonna get it. Yeah. And he ended up yeah. getting it, you know. And yeah. I think Colton McKivitz is gonna be in that same. So now I'm not saying that they don't bring or or draft a guy. Deck is going to come out there and compete. They might find a better guy in the draft that might come out there, which is going to put Cole McKibbins on his, his game plan, like getting him on his A game. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see, man. We'll, we'll, we'll see. But I know it's hard to kind of like grade him, but give me a grade before I let you go. I'm going to go with B minus. Um, but I do like, you know, the, the guys that they did end up bringing back, like a Ty McGill, uh, Demetrius Flanagan Foles. Um, He's my guy, so yeah. Welcome back too. Um, yeah, I, I, I like that they brought him back. Um, it's gonna be a great battle at the linebacker that linebacking spot. Who's gonna start in the base yep. as the Sam linebacker? That's gonna be you got great. McCreary Ball too. Who yes, I yeah. really like as well. So got Curtis Robinson, McCreary Ball, George Odom. I mean, not George Odom, uh, Oren <laughs> Burks. I'm sorry, you got you got some linebackers there. So it's gonna be Odom's a little further back. Further, further. <laughs> good, all good. He probably could play linebacker though. Like, he could though. He probably could play. Probably. probably. <laughs> Breezy trying to do some of that Madden stuff. Hey, man, he's a big the, Yo, safety. So first of all, I realize. Let's not forget about what Fred started as safety. But I, I realize why people online would be whipping my ass in Madden. I figured it out. Why? It's true? because they be cheating. So they'll go and grab, like, a, a safety and put him at linebacker, bro. Oh, yeah, he's flying around. Yeah. And so he's all over the field. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yo, yeah. why can't I outrun this motherfucker? What the fuck is going on? You know? <laughs> Where's so, the beep when you need it? I can't. I don't work. Y'all don't <laughs> okay, you go. It worked. It worked. It did? Yeah, I heard That's it. it. I mean, no, I don't heard it. All right, man. Let me get Miss Leslie on here. Uh, I'll show and, I, and I will, I'll, I'll shoot you. A, oh, you got to call me when you get a free second today. Yeah, I got you. I, I right. do have time so I can help you with the Discord. All right, bro. Thanks for having me. Peace, Peace out. We gotta Easy, get you, bro. We're going to get him on a Monday show so he can come and rock out with the Nitty Gritty Crew. Miss Leslie in the building. Hey, How you doing? Bro. 
Wait a minute. I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta give me, let me get a sound effect. Let, I, we haven't heard this one. Thank you. My heart just started pumping. Mine too. Ooh. Mine too. Ooh. Mine too. How you feeling? I'm feeling good. I uh, This free agency thing, I'm going to tell you, I'm once again, I am sort of uh, impressed, stunned, and at the same time going, well, of course, right. with with our guys, you know? I mean, it's it's like... It surprises me. And then I think to myself, why am I surprised? This is the way that we've been working the last couple of years. And I really like what um, our Bishop Teradone said about, you know, the that it's kind of this throwback to to the idea of, oh, yeah, you were real good against us. So we're taking this guy from you. Yeah. <laughs> you, know? That's you were OK, well, we'll take this. Um, and I look at, in particular, Javon and Cleland. First of all, if I hear one more ESPN announcer call him Clellan, I'm going to drive to wherever they are and slap them. I couldn't figure out, uh, Leslie, why somebody like responded to me and said, because I, he, he, you know, I posted his video and he like, how did he say his name? And I'm like, it sounds like Cleveland, but it's Cleveland. But now I know why, because you just told me they yeah. keep pronouncing it. What? Clellan? The hell is a Clellan? It's not Clellan. Leave him alone. He's never been. I mean, you know, come on. It's not like it's not like he's a, a rookie out of you know college and nobody knows who he's been. This guy's been here for a while, so let's give him some respect. But you and know, a national look, champion uh, in college. Thank you. Yes, yes, I will, Big Papa. I will film the slapping. And it's because I want to put it on my Instagram. <laughs> but, um, but you know, one of the things um, I I am looking at. It, at, at this is I think we've got some some um, bold predictions coming up for our defense this year. Okay. I think what we have is uh, we've got weapons now that you could see sort of explode. If everybody stays healthy, you're going to see a defense that just explodes. Mm. And what's amazing to me is that I'm old school enough that I really still sort of hold to that old adage that a good offense wins games, but a defense, a good defense is what wins championships. Amen. And so again, my, my hope is starting to rise. And so with that, I'm going to make a very bold prediction mm -hmm. for next year's Super Bowl. Make sure we get um, this. And that is this. Um, hold on, I got. I can't answer this phone, so he's going to have to just wait. Um, okay. Here's my prediction. Jimmy G has an amazing year with the Raiders. I can feel it. Takes those guys all the way to the Super Bowl. I can feel it. And who do they get to meet? Don't you say the San Francisco, Francisco 49ers, 49ers and we who are going to kick their butts all over Las Vegas. I was slow. And hand them. We are going to watch our guys pick up number six hey. in Vegas against the Raiders. Settle this question once and for all. Oh, shoot. It's in Vegas, too. That's right. Right. So Sign me up. That is my bold prediction. That's a, that's, I, I'm with it. I'll be there. I, I don't care how. I don't care if the ticket costs fifty thousand. I'll be out, outside watching it at a, at a I bar. Tell you, it's like I'm already starting to say, okay, what can I sell? <laughs> yeah, I got, I got, I got two kids. What's the going rate? Yeah, hey, that's, that's, do, I, do I need? Do I need this car? 
You know, that kind right. of stuff. Right. Like, I might have to go get a second mortgage. If we go, <laughs> if I will go to this game, I, I don't care for standing room only. And I will tell you this. If you ever get to the Allegiant, uh, you know, stadium, every seat is a good seat. I don't care if you sit in, in the 400 section. It don't feel like 400. It's mm. not even that high up. It's more yeah. spaced out. So it's not a high, you know. So I'm, I'm look, that would be crazy. And Jimmy probably will be injured and not be able to play in the Super Bowl. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying if history continues to do what it normally does, you know what I'm saying? I'm, listen, Jimmy, have the greatest season. Uh, congratulations, Jimmy Garoppolo. He looks so happy. He did. And that's what I love about him. I, he yeah. looked happy. He and, looked you know, happy. here's the thing. I, I wish him absolutely the best. You know, I said it in my, my post to him on Twitter. Um, I wish you, thank you for what you did for the San Francisco 49ers because he came in, we were at a low point and he fired us up and I'm going to give the man that respect for that and bless his heart. He, he showed leadership in the, in the room, in the quarterback room and in the locker room and we didn't really have it. And he was there for, for those guys. So it's, it's like I said to my, my, in my post, I wish you the best, not not as good as us, mm-hmm. but I wish you the best. I want, you know, and, and that's because yep. I'm a faithful. So I want air, you know, it's just like with, it's just like with McGlinchey. I wish you the best. You are Russell Wilson's problem now. You know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. I wish you the well, best. Well, 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 Miss Leslie, well, my bull prediction is that Mike McGlinchey doesn't give up any sex this yeah. year. Yeah, absolutely. Let's watch. Just, just watch how it work out. Just watch. <laughs> that's the one, you know, I'm just saying. That's my bold prediction. I ain't saying they're going to go to the Super Bowl, though. Right? That's bold. Right? Watch them not give up a sack. Just watch. That's right. blame it on somebody else. Well, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I I mean, I and I really had high hopes for him. You know, I, I'm a Notre Dame girl. I, even though yeah. I went to Cal, you know, I, I was a Cal graduate, but um my first choice, I wanted to go to Notre Dame. I didn't know at the time that Notre Dame was a boys' school. That's how much. I- <laughs> and the year that I I was to, I was going to go to college was the first year they they allowed women in. And uh-huh. if I had gone, um, it turned it turned out that my parents said that's just too far away. You are not going to that far away. But if I had gone, I would have been in Joe Montana's class. Wow. Yeah. So I'm just telling you, you know, I probably would have been his first and only wife. I'm just saying. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> a whole different wife. But I was not expecting that. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, man. I, I, and, and if you were his wife, he probably would have played longer and for the San Francisco 49ers. He would have not ended up in Kansas City. I'm telling you that right now. I know. I, I, I know. You, you would have been down there on that field. Listen. Listen, Eddie. <laughs> Absolutely. So, at any rate, I, you know, the question is, our defensive line better or worse? I'm, I'm going to, to answer this way. I think we're moving towards better. Yeah, I really do. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the draft. Now it's going to be real interesting to see um, who, as Tara Don said, kind of moves on. And we, again, we thank them. You know, we've had a pretty darn good team for the last couple of years. It has been <laughs> now I got to fight Joe. Aren't you cute? Thank you, sweetheart. <laughs> um, you know, the, the reality is, is that I, 
I think we have a good chance, again, if we can keep people healthy. And, and you know, it was funny. I even said in one of my comments to you, Wayne, um, I'm just going to trust you on that, on signing Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold, but, yeah. You know, the more I got to thinking about it, this is a kid who's a serviceable journeyman quarterback. Yeah. You know what I mean? I and and I think he's now in with a team that has in place um, the kind of coaching and support. We might see something real magical come out of this kid. Hey, you know. And again, if it's going to happen, I want it to happen with us. Yeah. Because you know, I'm I'm so pleased with with the outcome of the um, the surgery for Brock mm-hmm. that it was an internal brace that that's. Great I'm name. happy to see that Trey is back out there. We Great want names. a loaded quarterback room. We don't right. want to end up with another Josh Johnson, you know, situation. And I, I will say this is that I now is far enough removed from that last game where I really kind of feel sorry for quarterback Johnson. You know, it's like, you know, that kid had aspirations. He wanted to make it in the NFL. Oh, yeah. You know, and so now it's kind of like, hey, my prayers are worth you, kid. Thanks. Thanks a lot, <laughs> you poor baby. Oh my goodness! He's grown ass man now, so he got yeah. he, he take whatever come at him. I mean, you could be nice, but he grown. Yeah, he's got to go, and, and, and we're glad. And and you know, wherever he works, um, if I see him, hey, good job, kid. What are you doing now? <laughs> what, what are you doing now for for? Probably working at Whole Foods or something, which is not bad. Job. You know I mean, he he, he got some checks. This ain't that wasn't his first. He got some checks. Not his first rodeo, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So at any rate, I've got few people calling, but um, I do want to thank you guys again. You teach me football, you you let me bounce my ideas off. And you know what? I think we've got uh the makings of a Super Bowl team. See y'all again. Yes, thank you so Have much. Have a great one. You. Have a great weekend. Bye, everybody. Bye. Well, welcome to the love connection. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what, what awesome, what awesome guests that we've had so far. Um, Oh man. And and we have a few more to go. So just hang in there with us. All right. CJ Gray, you're on. What's going on, baby? What's going on, Brazy? I'm doing good, man. I I love to get your takes on everything because you're more of a, am I, if I'm optimistic, are you more of the pessimistic type? I don't know. Just give me your take on the daggone offseason so far. I'm not sure about optimistic or pessimistic. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I just kind of just try to read the situation the way the way I see it, okay. and then I bring a collection of ideas together based on everything that I that I see, and and then I combine it all together and try to present the most sound take I can. Same, same um, but I like the off season so far. Um, start with the the losing of players. I know that it seems jarring when you see a lot of players leave your team, but most of the players we've lost, I would say all the players we've lost are, are either dead or players that have known to be injury prone on our team. Ah, um, another conversation. Jimmy okay. Ward. Yeah. Jimmy yeah. Ward got hurt a lot. I like yeah. Jimmy. But Jimmy hurt last year a lot. <laughs> yep. Um, Emmanuel Mosley, he's been hurt multiple seasons. Like 2021, he was hurt. 2022, he was hurt again. You just stating facts. And so other teams, 
overpaid overpaid for our depth pieces and our injury prone players in my opinion mm. Mm. and it was that's very smart of us to not not write those checks that's why i feel we got better dog keep going um, and then especially Mike McGlinchey. Good gracious, 17 and a half million a season for Glitch. Congratulations, uh McGlinchey. Go ahead, Denver. Go ahead and do your thing, man. I mean, we, listen, when you got thing. the you know what I'm learning, CJ. When you when you got the money, some some people don't mind spending money, right? And mm-hmm. some people uh are are wiser at spending money, and some people are just cheap. You know, right? Frugal, frugal, right? Now, I think those are the three type of peoples you got in the world. You got your frugal. I used to think the 49ers were frugal. I did. I'm not gonna lie. I thought they would get as many bargain players as they could, and whatever happens, happens. If they can make it work, they made it work. But then I started to realize they're just a little bit more wise on how they spend their money. They're 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 in that category now. And yeah. then you got people that are just big spenders, man, and they just go out there, they got it, and they be like, Yeah, I don't care if we overpay for it. We'll you know, we'll deal with it later. We'll make the money back up at some point. The Rams. The Rams. <laughs> and then and then you got your cheap people, like you know, uh, and so I, I get where you're coming from. This they're they you know, a lot of teams are getting not our leftovers, but our, our depth. They're getting our depth, which is which lets me know this. The 49ers system ain't nothing to with. That, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that's what that's <laughs> Shaolin style. It sounds like Shaolin style in the back. Right <laughs> are you gonna see? <laughs> Let me stop. But no, seriously, like it's nothing to mess with because look at what we're doing. We're I, right. I used to think that the 49ers struggled at uh developing players, and now they're developing players to get paid. That's the greatest gift in the world, you know, and so. Shout out to all the players that ended up leaving to go get that check, man. I'm happy for them. I want them to get paid. Football, yep. we know football. Football ain't no guaranteed money type of sport. You got to go where the guarantee is high. End of discussion. And if you absolutely have to leave a team that we felt you, you know, you started with and fans fell in love with you, I get it. And then it's my job, it's our job to kind of like explain to them. Listen, they they got to go get their guarantees, man. Thanks. Yeah. That's the number that everybody be looking for. And these contracts, cats don't care. That contract is say $9,000 billion. And, and the guarantee number is the only thing that matters. How much am I going to get? How much you going to pay me? For of that $9,000 billion. $9,000 billion. Yeah. That's the, that's the only number that matters. And so that's why I'm happy for these players. All right, let's talk about this defensive line and what they did, uh, CJ Gray. What are your thoughts on the defensive line? Has it gotten has it gotten better or worse on paper? Just on paper, we haven't seen it play. Would you say on paper it's gotten better, even though they're not finished? Uh, yeah, I, I guess that's the important thing that you said last. It's not finished. Um, as of right now, as of right now today, um, I'm kind of undecided. Oh, honestly, because I don't know how they're gonna um, fill in the depth of the roster. Thank you. But the Javon Hargrave signing is enormous. That is a it's enormous because he's he's a real he's a highly conditioned player. He's not a rotational guy. He plays all three downs. He plays a lot of snaps. He don't come off the field, and he still gives you and he gives you that production. So basically, if you look at Ebucom contract and a Minahue contract, that's basically Hargrave contract. And yep. And he's gonna and he's gonna do he, and he's gonna pr- produce more than both those players combined, in my opinion, from that deep tackle position. Mm-hmm. Right. So that right. is 
so that is the um the most enormous upgrade my highest concern right now is who are we going to get who who are all the players that we're going to come day one from the depth perspective and then who's going to be our opposite pass rusher to nick bosa um are we going to stick with drake jackson is he going to take the second year leap and be and be the compliment to nick bosa or are we gonna, or we're gonna sign a veteran to come in and be a pass rusher? I'm not sure what our cap situation is looking like after all the money that has been spent. Um, but I think that we probably need to get a veteran pass rusher to make sure that we got a book in opposite of Dick Bosa that's gonna produce and not be reliant on simply Drake Jackson taking a second year leap. I, I, I'm with that. What, what are your thoughts about that? Fair. I'm, I'm, I'm with him. I, I agree to us to an extent. I just feel like, um, you know, we've shown the ability to bring certain people out from whatever funk that they were in previously on their other teams, and that's what they're banking on with Cleveland Farrell. I feel like. Um, I mean, again, everybody knows I'm a big Florida State fan, and I've seen him absolutely abuse everyone at Clemson, like. He absolutely just destroyed anyone that was in front of him. And it might just not have been a good situation for him where he was previously. You know, it's it's different when everybody's keying in on you. Now he's going to have one-on-one matchups that he's going to be able to take advantage of. So, you know, this is hopefully an opportunity for them to bring him along properly and then, um, I mean, bring Drake along properly and still develop him and not put so much pressure on him and, and allow, you know, Cleveland to get loose a little bit. Cleveland, I, I feel like he has that ability in him. I just feel like the Raiders sucked. I, yeah, they, I'm there. I, I feel that way too, but I think he, Farrell is a rotational piece. I don't know if I necessarily see him as a as the starter opposite of Bosa. Um, I, I I don't know. He has not really produced much as a pass rusher. He's pr- predominantly mainly a run a run defender. So I I don't I don't know if he's gonna be somebody you want on the field opposite of Bosa on third down, rush the passer. Uh, I don't know if that's, that's his role. Maybe you can kick him inside into a NASCAR package. I'm not sure um, how the Niners are, how the Niners plan on using them. But as far as a depth piece, I think that's an excellent signing. Mm-hmm. I just don't know. I just don't know if that's a, if that's a starter or not somebody you can really depend on. But that's that's a yeah. fair that's a fair assessment because his production doesn't say he's a starter. So Agreed. like you're not saying anything like that's too far fetched. Like you don't know. Like none of us know. We're going <laughs> off of his, you know, his highlights from college. Because in and you you know in the pros he just hasn't panned out. Right. You know what I'm saying? He hasn't panned out. But I really think that's another person that ended up going to the Death Star team and it just you know they didn't know how to use the linemen and then they found alignment that they liked, then he just got bumped down the depth chart. They had to keep drafting over and over again every year, yeah. you know? They, they could, yeah. Because they had 50 ra- first-round picks, like, every year. They, man, the Raiders blew that. They blew the assignment <laughs> on that, man. See what I'm saying? And when you look at their 2019 draft and the people they drafted, they blew the assignment. Like, you had a chance to get three blue-chip players in the first round and the only thing you came away with is a running back. And... That you took in the first round. (laughs) It shouldn't even use the – I mean, Josh Jacobs is a good running back and all, but you shouldn't use a first-round pick on – not unless that person is generational or something like that. You don't use a first-round pick on a running back. 
Uh, I mean, that, that was that was insane. But the last thing I wanted to speak on was um, Isaiah Oliver. Yes. We was talking about him in the chat a little bit, like 26 years old, six feet, about 210, 215, mm-hmm. kind of a kind of a bigger guy at the corner position. Somebody mm-hmm. that I believe he can play safety or corner. It's like a it's like a Jimmy Ward player, except he's 26 and he's not 30. Um, what do you all guys think about Isaiah Oliver overall? Personally, I think he can come in here and and he's a he's a natural corner at the nickel slot, and so it's not like you got to convert him to do anything. Right. Like, you know what I mean? He's naturally a nickel slot corner, and so he's going to come in here. He's going to come in the OTAs. He's going to come into training camp. He's going to be at that position, and it's going to be a battle because you got a couple. Of, you got a young kid that wants that spot, or you got a young kid. I personally think Womack will be better outside. Mm. Because that's what he yeah, does. That's what I was gonna say. And yeah, he can take more yeah, chances. Yeah, like you know what I mean. So, but but you know what? It's gonna be a battle. And I think they draft a guy. You know, they draft right. another corner. So this is what they do. And you got to see what you're gonna get out of Ambry Thomas. Are they gonna put him in the slot? Like I don't know. And so like I like the signing. I think he's the penciled and day one starter right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he should be. And yeah. I think that Womack would be a perfect player to back up either one of the three positions that you have yes. out there, whether if one of the outside guys go down and you can go to Womack, some if, um, Isaiah go down, you go to Womack. Yeah, um, even, even Womack, sorry, fair. Remember, Womack is a special teams ace. For sure. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> so he's going to be on the, he's going to be on the roster. Yeah. yeah. I, I, mean, I think that make this roster period. No, no matter what, and over. no matter what, yeah. no, no matter what. And I was going to say, too, I think that um, also on top of that, like, first off, Oliver, I think that's a, a great sign. And I think that he's um, awesome for our run defense. He's a amazing um, and, and run support from the corner spot. Um, but even on top of that, I think that that's kind of them waving the flag about potentially Ambry not really developing. You know what I mean? If they had any faith, they wouldn't have went out and got him. They had any favor, yeah. they, they would have expected Sam to come in and take that slot spot. And then, you know, maybe Ambry could be, or they could draft somebody or get somebody. I think that that's like them saying, like, uh, we're not too sure that Ambry's going to be around much longer. I, I agree with that, but I don't think this affects him yet. Being able to still compete, no, no, no not at all. No, yeah, not at all. Ambry's an outside corner. He's an outside sure, corner. So. And, and remember last year, and he, Isaiah he is a, with a lot of injuries. Yeah, and last, sure. year, he, last year he was injury plagued and he just couldn't get caught up to speed. And now you got to see if the kid comes back healthy. And if he comes back into camp healthy, they'll get a fair assessment. But that was his issue last year. He just couldn't stay healthy. And then he had to work his way back. You saw him trying to get he was working his way back on the special teams. Right. Like, right. You know? I mean, but ideally, right. They, if Ambry was up to that part, they would want to put Ambry outside and then push Demo inside. Right. But it's just not not think, working out that way. Or think, even again, Sam. Womack potentially playing the inside. I don't I don't think I mean you heard John Lynch talk about it. I, I don't think John Lynch thought that Demo was gonna blossom so fast. On Correct. The and he and, and he's played amazing. He did. He he did. I gotta get Melissa in here, but yeah, he did. Um, you know, so hey CJ, thanks for jumping on the show, man. I hope you have a great weekend, bro. Thank you, bro. All right, I'll take it. All, right, All right, Melissa Gunn, she's the nightcap, she's gonna close this out. <laughs> It's gonna close out this segment. What's going on, sis? Hey, Breezy, you fair? How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Oh, we doing good. I'm doing good. Fair, you doing, doing well. good? Doing well. Doing well. 
Well, well and good. You got well and good. And you're, wait, wait, did you say all right? Or did you say good? <laughs> How's Melissa doing? Good. Okay, just making sure. So we got two goods in the, uh, and a well, you know? So that's good to go. Good to go. Uh, so, Melissa, let's talk about this free agency a little bit. Let me get your thoughts on it. And then I want to know, I want you to kind of specifically talk about the defensive line. Not the overall defense, but the line, because that's where it starts. Okay, can I can I just bounce off one thing Fair just said, though? Sure. Do it. Okay. Um, I actually think that Ambry isn't so out so much as... They're so cursed at quarterback that they can't stay healthy, whether it's Jason Ferrat, Emmanuel Mosley, um, Kella Witherspoon, whoever, in the last couple of years, that they're, they're like so hellbent, especially with Steve Wilkes coming, that they never have that big gaping hole again where they're scrambling for guys, whether it's the people who we don't want to mention ever again from 2020 mm. or whatever. So I feel like that's exactly why we went and got a corner right now because they, they just never want to be in that position again. Mm. It's like when um, hold on D tackle happened this year. Great point. Um, I feel like it's the same thing with D tackle this year. Like you were scrambling for Givens to stay healthy or Ridgeway to stay healthy or um, can law do to be able to be healthy. Eric Armstead missed time. Like, these are big gaping holes. So I'm not shocked that the team addressed these two particular issues, especially because it puts so much pressure on Dre Greenlaw and Fred Warner and Aziz and Demetrius Flanagan Files and everybody up in the middle in the linebacker core because they just they had to make up for so many different holes around them. Like it, it's crazy the way that they survived for so long and still stays so productive with all those big gaping holes in front of them, behind them, and everywhere else. And I think that was a really, really underrated storyline from this year. How much the linebackers picked up the slack for what the defense was struggling with. Yeah, I agree. And and it's unfortunate because like once our linebackers, our linebackers started getting worn down. I mean, they like they're getting these big old offensive linemen get into that second level. And, and this is why they're giving up these big runs, right? Like these big right. gashing holes. And it's because the defensive line itself was inadequate into the soaking up these blocks. Right. And, and, you know, to allow the linebackers to come and fill in those gaps. Right. And that's, that's what the Niners linebackers are great at doing. We have two remaining. And I think we have uh, a few that are going to blossom. I wouldn't be surprised if they draft the linebacker, but it starts up front. Uh, Melissa uh, and and up front is key and I think they are solidifying that that a b gap that Eric Armstead that three technique the you know the the um the Hargrave they're they're, they're solidifying saying hey where else can we force pressure right because that's the key and and then and they're doing it by getting a Hargrave so let's talk about this defensive line let's talk about Chris Kosarek he's got some <laughs> new toys right uh, over or under for you, um, Chris Kosarek curses out Hargrave uh, 25 times in training camp. Over or under? Uh, I have to put Kosarek at least in the, 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 the 34 range. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. Like, uh, I, is, uh, is it cursing because he's making mistakes? 
or just that's no, that's just the way he talks. Like, right. have you ever seen him on mic'd up? He just like his he's eyes actually, me, right? He's bug out behind his glasses. Like, I think he actually surprises himself with how many f bombs he 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 jobs in between you and just like praising like Nick Bosa and the rest of them coming out and, and being three and out. And he's just like he's slapping their their shoulders like a, like Jim Harbaugh like on steroids, and he's like getting all up in their face saying good job and he's just like jeff dropping all the like the, the curse words and they're like coach come on i'm mic'd up you're getting called <laughs> saying all this stuff but but it's funny because the players like respect it right like they just yeah you know it's just... I, I feel like it's the, like the dan campbell thing like if you're just you people will respect you more as yourself okay. i like like that. if you if you try to be too nice if you try to be too like in your face when you're not really that dude, like people are not going to respect you at all. And I think that's a fact. That's why so many people um, kind of get out of their ruts when they're around Chris Cassera. Cause he just, he has that kind of energy where you really don't want to let this guy down. Like okay. they all will bleed and give every last ounce that they have for this guy, because he, he, he just, he just has something about him. That's magical. That's why I told you, Breezy, like three months ago when we all thought that uh, D'Amico was going to be a head coach finally, I was like, this is my biggest fear. Chris Kasarik is going to leave with him. And thank God he's still here. But yeah. Thank God. Because he doesn't want to be a head coach. He's made that clear. Just yeah. like Taylor Luan doesn't want to play left ta- uh, right tackle. Yeah. And, <laughs> uh, and we're luckily, luckily he didn't go to Houston to be the, you know, defensive coordinator. I think he wants to be a defensive line coach. Stop asking him. I think that's what he wants to be. I think he that's said it like every year. They keep saying, Chris, do you want to be a D line coach someday or a head coach? And he's like, no, I like the D line. I, I, I think he respects defensive linemen too much where he he wouldn't want to give them their full respect and energy I, I'm like, that's just who he it. is i gotta try to reach out to him, uh guys i want to talk to him <laughs> uh because i want to know like joe that's gonna have to be behind a paywall Yo, for sure. Like it can't. It's gonna be on Patreon. First words is gonna drop. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not gonna do it live. You're gonna have to join the Patreon. <laughs> that All one. Right. You're gonna get kicked off of YouTube. Everything. But, you know, seriously, I want to. I, I want to get into his mind because uh, the way he, the way he thinks, I think is 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 exquisite, and the way he's able to produce these defensive linemen. On every tier, tier one, tier two, tier three, I feel like he just treats them all equally. He don't care if you were an undrafted guy. He don't care if you were the first round pick. He yep. doesn't care what you are, who you are. None of that matters because you need to come and learn this. Now he's going to take your skill sets and he's going to get you to maximize like what you do well and get you to do other things well. But this is what makes Chris Kosarek like a gym. Uh, and this is why I know Kyle Shanahan every year probably just do he does what you just did, Melissa. He's probably like, oh God, we got to go through another year. Kosarek might leave. I know, I know, because that's a big, huge piece. Is a fear. I, yeah. I, I, I literally do not fear usually losing a coach, but that's the one coach like I would absolutely fear losing. We all will. We all will. All right. So we're, we're, we're talking about this line. Give, give me, can you grade 
the defensive line. It's it's a starting defensive line. So take this starting defense. I should have said this the first time I asked for a grade. <laughs> take this starting defensive line, it's only four people, and compare mm-hmm. it to last year's starting defensive line. Give me a grade. Which what, what would you? I'll grade? give you one better. I think it's an A plus, and it's I think it has the potential to be better than the 2019 line. Damn, that's a bold ass take. No, but okay. So listen to me. Well, 2019, it, it was weird because you had Ark Armstead playing mostly oh, outside, right? Outside. Mm-hmm. And then a little down. inside. Yep. Um, you kept sprinkling Solomon Thomas. Like you kept going with all those first rounders. Like that's what we were known for, right? Um, I feel like Don't forget, D Ford was there. He, but I felt like Eric was always meant to be inside. I just feel like that's naturally where he was supposed to be. Um, I, what I hated back then was we kept forcing someone and Eric to play outside and neither one of them was really strong or suited for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it feels like now that Chris Kisarek is so mythical and special that they're finally letting him have the pieces he needs and the power he needs to actually play the guys where they're strongest, where they're best suited and and to take full advantage of who he has on the roster. Okay. So I I feel like that is something that he hasn't had the opportunity to have. Um, And I think that's, what's going to make this diva line so monstrous this year, because I feel like, it's either the edge or the inside is always the issue, whether it's because of health or um, lack of play or whatever. It just, I feel like this year has a, the, the possibility of it being across the line that dominant in all the spots. And that's what I can't wait to see. I know. I know. That's going to be, you know, I, I, I can't wait till May. Uh, I know it's going to be <laughs> booty butt watered down, but it's 49er football. It'd be what? It's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. My text is that. But, but no, nah, seriously, look, it's going to be a great year, I think, for the defense. And uh, why not give Steve Wilkes, uh, you know, everything that he can put, you know, in his arsenal and, and see what he can do with that secondary. I tell you, you yeah. fix the front, it's less wear and tear in your secondary. You know, it's just less wear and tear. You heard Debo Samuel say he thought James Bradbury was was trash. Yeah, I, you, I'm not going there. Uh, oh, You're not getting me in trouble today with my I Irish father. Did you, did you? Oh, my point is, did you see the hug he gave to Javon Hargrave? That means mm-hmm. that he was bigging up Javon Hargrave from the right. Philadelphia Eagles with right. that hidden message. Oh yeah, he was trash. Because that defensive line was on point. That's what he was saying. That's all I'm saying. I I will agree with that, but I'm not talking trash with Bradbury. My father is a diehard Giants fan, and he's Irish. I'm not messing with him today. It's bad, Juju. Tell your father, happy St. Patrick's Day, and Bradbury plays for the NFL. (laughs) Oh, he knows. (laughs) Just me, he knows. He goes, Bradbury had to have interceptions Day they face the Giants three times. He, he had an all pro year, but what Debo was saying was because the defensive uh, front, the pass rush was crazy. So, you know, uh, but listen, Melissa, uh, I'm, thank you for joining the show. We're going to end this uh, segment in the show in about a minute. 
I've went over 30 minutes, which is fine. Uh, but I gotta go get my son. So I appreciate you. I love you. Hope to hear. Oh, from you. Freezy, I'm I'm sitting in the the green chair for you and your Celtics today. No, my Celtics, they they <laughs> they suck. What is going on? Do you see how they're losing? They're barely winning games. They lose to to they lost to the Houston Rockets. The Houston Rockets has 16 wins, and I think both of them were Celtic wins. <laughs> Two of them. I don't know. You know, I, I'm cursed with the NBA right now, so um, I'm glad the Grizzlies are winning. But everything else is just—it's crazy. I have to stay off your Discord because if I have to hear one more thing about Jaw and his mental struggles one, and it was being one, a joke, was, I'm gonna bitch slap somebody on your Discord. You need to be up there defend. No, don't defend his dumbass because that was dumb. But look, he—he—he eight games. He could do eight games. Here I'm, did. Just, I'm just saying, even if I wasn't a Grizzlies fan, I, I think I've learned enough by now not to say something until you know what someone's going through because y- you just never know what the off the field stuff is, what might be mentally uh, unstable with someone. And it, it just, I would hate for myself to turn into like a Dan Orlovsky shutting my mouth off and then having to retract everything again and then be this big pompous person sitting on the thing, shaming a bunch of people for saying way less stuff than I ever said. So Listen, um, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not making fun of his mental health, but you know, the, no, the, the, it's stupid. What happened? I'm what, not, what, I'm what not saying did, it's not, uh, but you know, it, it's just, and, and, and here's the thing. Um, my, my, my quick take on it before I let you go. It's, the people around him are the ones I blame even more because you paying for people to make sure you're good and safe and, 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 and you don't do things out of the extraordinary because you have a, you have a job. Right. And so like, they should be questioned, whoever that is, they're, they're the ones that should be held more accountable at the end of the day. He's still a kid. And so he's going to do I, dumb things, silly. Things. I, I think it's more like the, 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 the Josh Gordon kind of thing in the NFL where it's just, you saw someone who had a legitimate issue and instead Josh of people... Gordon just smoked weed. There was nothing wrong with Josh Gordon. Josh no, Gordon no, had no, no problems I, I with get that, but like, he had no problems with this. He, he wasn't putting up guns. He just wanted was, to smoke weed. And he was ahead, it, you could say he was ahead of his time. He was ahead of his time. Sure was. Like, okay. Now weed but, is but, legal. But, <laughs> but it was a crutch. Like they said he had it all the way back to like before his teen years. Like, and it's, they kept telling him over and over and over, like, dude, you got to stop. And like he kept surrounding himself with people who just he would not yeah. help him. I and I feel like that's the same kind of um, thing going on. But I, I don't disagree. It's so nice to talk to you both. It's been same. so long. Me too. Um, and my, my last question for you guys is, do you think we finally get a Jordan Reed? Because I am been dying for like years, it feels like to get this two tight end set stuff going. And George Kittle had the best year of his career this year. And I feel like if not now, when Cameron Bray just got released, and does that not scream San Francisco 49ers? The question Anything. is, the question is how much like, will he cost? Because I love Charlie Warner. Crap. I would give up Charlie Warner. I would give up. You won't Tyler have to give Croft. up. I, I would give up. Anything to have that 
two tight end set thing going on. I know, I know. It's but crazy. Hear me, hear, hear me, hear, hear out my logic. <laughs> and then you can decide if you want to agree or disagree. Listen, Charlie Warner's on the team for another year. Tyler yep. Croft's a free agent. Ross Dwelly's a free agent. They're gone. Um, you heard much Charlie Warner's still going to be here, right? And so mm-hmm. th- I think they bring in another vet. The question is, what vet? Please let the, the uh, what's his name? Jordan um, Matthews. Please let that experiment be done. <laughs> Over. Finito. Like, be done with it, right? Go get another guy, okay? <laughs> now, I think I think the the Dalton Schultz is is killing the game right now because he hasn't been signed yet. And I think he would be the most sought at tight end right now, but I think that the that the teams are putting a hold on tight ends because of the draft. There it's loaded with tight ends. It's loaded with playmaking tight ends, blocking playmaking tight ends, tight ends that could run routes, tight ends that are fast, like the kid Will Mallory from Miami. It's loaded with tight ends. And just about all just about all seven rounds. Okay. So I think that's what's going on. But I think the 49ers bring in a free agent. I think mm-hmm. they do. I don't know which one it's going to be. It's probably going to be one that's going to cost them uh four million dollars with two and a half million guaranteed. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be one of them. I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know who it's going to be, but I think that's what they do for Titan. I think what's hurting Schultz is that he was a cowboy and he got so much publicity from mainstream media that he has an bloviated picture of what he deserves. Mm -hmm. And I think when you had um, guys like, who's the guy that broke bank at um, Cleveland? Hooper. Yeah, Austin Hooper. When you have guys like that resetting the market and making way for George Kittle and Travis Kelsey and the big names to make the money, I feel like anyone else with like a lick of talent is going to think that they deserve at least Austin Hooper money, if not more. Yeah. And I think it also hurts that guys like Zach Ertz and all these other guys got paid because of what they did in the past. Mm-hmm. And then they couldn't stay healthy. So I feel like it's like the running back thing where these guys hit the open market and they're just shocked that the league doesn't respect the position anymore because of all the past injuries and all the other bugs that have been from other guys that asked for too much. Yeah. This is going to be interesting to watch. I kind of think that the 49ers are done signing free agents. Uh, but it's a possibility that they, they get a couple of other death pieces They're right now. I think they're at 59. Yeah. Uh, active roster spots, like active players on their roster. And so, you know, they got to get to 90. And so I feel like if they draft 11, you know, that's 70 right there. I think they'll sign probably seven undrafted guys at 77. And, and then you see what I'm saying? They still got to fill up the roster spot. So we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, but just get ready for the draft. Uh, get, get ready for the draft. <laughs> um, and one quick plug. If you have not gone and watched Ted Talks Ball, Oh, Yesterday yeah. had the phenomenal Wayne Breezy on there. Please go oh, check Ted that is, out. He's phenomenal. Fair was on the show about yes. a week ago. I remember. And yeah. I get uh, all so, the little notifications. Yeah. I, I'm I'm working on getting, once I get back to my regular schedule, then I'm going to start getting them to come on here on the Wayne Breezy show. So it's going to be, it's going to be awesome. I'm going to get Fred Breezy, on here. I'm still holding you to getting you on driving to the top projections. Okay. It feels like every single time you come on, 
either I'm too busy or I'm coming on right before you lock off. <laughs> hey man, look, just hit me up and and it's just a schedule thing for me. So if I could figure it, find the time, I'll do the dime. Not in jail though. But all right. Uh Melissa, and, thanks. Um, for on the show. Thank you. Thank you for the, the St. Patty's Day uh miracle of you talking well of Jordan Willis. I'd never thought I'd see the day. Yeah, I mean, it's a possibility that he's one of those guys they bring back. Like, I, I why not? Uh, he's gonna—he's testing free agency now. Remember, does, free free agency players <laughs> are actually testing the damn market. Right, that's what they're you, doing. You, you know what the fun part is? I don't even care at this point if you bring back Willis or Harder because I feel like the team is so good at finding these guys that have been kind of forgotten about in the league that they can just bring in anybody and get something out of them. Yeah, I, I agree. As much as I love them. And, and as much as I, I I fought for them, at this point I, I, just, I there's one position I know that they're gonna the nail they're gonna nail defensive line. I agree. So it, it's nice to see you both. I think we got way much better. And um, everybody have a nice holiday if you're Irish you or not. Too. You too. Bye. She's the first person that says that she thinks we got way much better, bro. Yeah. Yeah. No one else. Everybody's like, I can't tell. Because of the know. amount of depth that we lost, right? right. We Everybody's did. a little nervous. We lost a ton of players, man. We mm-hmm. lost a ton of players. Uh, what a great show. Damn, an hour and 40 minutes on a Friday. Uh, but that's great. I, and it's good to be here. Uh, Fair. It's, good, it's great to have you here. I hope you'll be with us on Monday. Uh, yes. Yeah, Monday's going to be. Pulling up. We're going to be putting together our, got draft, notes. our draft board on Monday. So uh, that's going to be pretty cool. Fun. You know, we're going to put together the Nitty Gritty Niners uh, 100 player draft board. So that'll be on Monday. All right. So, guys, man, make sure you keep your alert set to on and all so you don't miss an episode of any one of the shows that airs right here on the Wayne Breezy channel. All right. John V is like, Rome is going to come pick you up, Wayne. <laughs> right. Because I'm probably late. Uh, uh, but, but before we go, uh, again, today is my eldest son, Talon's birthday all right is my eldest Nephew. son he, tur- he turned 22 today guess who he shares a birthday with fair who hey 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 11 times two is what you gotta be kidding me hey well check this out so guess who i share my birthday with who brandon Ayuk. i mean debo samuel Oh, okay, okay. I'm like, wait, how? I got. I was so happy to see no, no, You've been talking about him for the longest. He might get traded or some bull crap. I share my birthday with Debo. My I got both of y'all beat though. Who you got? I share my birthday with Top Hat Debbie, Miss Deb. Hey, well, that trumps it all, man. That trumps <laughs> it all. Now, listen, before we get up out of here, we didn't do a poll question today, but we do have a couple of super chats that we didn't get a chance to read. So I definitely would like to read those and give those their credit. We got a new member to the channel. <laughs> me, me, B, in the place to be. You know what I'm saying? Shout now, out Jay to me. University. And <laughs> are not quality knowledge, but yeah. at the 12th grade, I went, I straight, went straight to, to college. college. With the king was the microphone swinger. Oh, you got, you got, keep going. I didn't even know he... Yeah, my bad. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then Jacqueline Knox, she's in there. Talking about being there's cheap people, there's yeah. you know, you know, that you people frugal, and they're the other two people, so cheap people for the win. Listen, y'all could be cheap, man, but it you know, it's funny how people will spend 
you know, like they'll buy every pair of Jordans, but Still attacked. Go ahead, keep going. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Speaking of Jays, I got to get some joints that come on on Tuesday, bro. Fire. You fire. Guys, thank y'all for tuning in. We love y'all, man. Stay up, stay faithful. <laughs> Always keep it nitty gritty. Thanks for watching, y'all. Enjoy y'all weekend. Let's go. Enjoy.